I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. What did I just listen to? Oh, f- this game. This game is this game is just bullshit now. Oh my gosh. I actually they actually made me feel uncomfortable. What was it? Panty what? The game has gone to bullshit. Panty melted? Why do we record these during the middle of games? Oh, God. Be sure to listen to Corey and I every Monday. We are your go-to source for the Arizona Coyotes on the Hockey Podcast Network. LA Kings fans and welcome to season two episode seven of the Kings Den as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network as always I'm your host Jordy Cunningham thank you so much for joining us for episode seven of season two of the Kings Den as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network as always before we get started we have a lot to get into we didn't have an episode on Thursday so we have a lot to get into but as always, before we start, don't forget to follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at the Kingston THPN. Don't forget to follow us on, don't forget to follow me, your host, Jordy Cunningham, on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy or on Instagram at Jordy underscore Cunningham 23. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet, as well as YouTube for all of our great video footage. Just search the Hockey Podcast Network and search us on Patreon. For just $1, you can find all of our exclusive bonus content. Just search the Hockey Podcast Network. Season 2, Episode 7. How's it going? How have your holidays been? Did you get everything you want Christmas morning? How have they been? I saw a couple people tweet out us what they got for Christmas. It was awesome to see. Awesome to see some tweets of people opening Kings gear and Byfield jerseys I saw. It was awesome to see that on Twitter. I had a great Christmas. I hope everyone else did. Shout out our friends LA Kings Ireland on on Twitter getting a Gretzky jersey framed, signed by Gretzky and a Rob Blake jersey. That's awesome. So hope you had a great holiday. I hope you're having a great holiday. I hope you're enjoying the World Juniors. We'll talk about that a lot, but I just wanted to start with I hope you guys had a great holiday and are having a great holiday and that you guys are enjoying the sports schedule overload that we've had. We talked a lot in 2020 about how we've missed We've been missing a lot of sports, but now they're back, and now this absolute overload is going on, and it's been insane as a part of the holiday season with World Juniors starting, and the NFL going on, and the NBA starting. Of course, we had NBA Christmas Day. We had an NFL game on Christmas Day, which usually doesn't happen. What what a time it's been. But again, if you haven't done it, tweet at us at the Kings Den THPN all of your Hall- Kings gift hot. Kings gifts, hockey gifts, whatever you got for Christmas, tweet at us. We want to see it. We 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 will retweet it. Tweet at us at the Kings Den T H P N. I hope you guys again. I hope you guys had a great holiday. It was awesome. Have you been enjoying the sports? Did you watch some basketball on Christmas Day? Well, I guess I I still can't get over the fact that World Juniors started on Christmas Day this year. 
It always usually starts Boxing Day. It was really weird that it started Christmas Day or this year to me. Because usually Christmas Day is just like NBA. And then there was an NFL game thrown in there this year. But usually it's just NBA. And it was kind of weird to have the World Juniors start on it this year. Yeah, we had some prelim games as the week went on. Tough break for Team Canada, losing our captain Kirby Doc, But they're still loaded, man. They're still going to run rampant in this tournament. We are going to get into all that. And we're going to focus on the Kings prospects so far in this tournament. As we are recording this, it is almost 2 o'clock on Sunday afternoons we will have all the update all the up-to-date info on the king's prospects as of right now in this episode season two episode seven of the king's den but yeah this sports schedule has been loaded man it has been loaded it's been a lot of fun it's just we went from zero to 100 real quick in sports and soon it's going to just grow even more when we get hockey back then a chill back right after the world juniors how exciting is this king's fans it is December 27th as we record this. We will have... We will get to... You will get to see your LA Kings on the ice on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. You will get... No, Thursday. Sorry. Thursday. You will get to see your LA Kings on the ice on Thursday because that's when training camp starts for the seven, seven teams that did not get to make the NHL bubble during the summer, including your LA Kings. So we will get to see some Kings... On the ice starting on Thursday. It's undecided if I'm if there's going to be a new episode on Thursday yet or not. I will let you guys know on Twitter at the Kings Den THPN. But if not, we'll talk a lot about what to expect at training camp. I kind of want to see how training camp starts first. But we will see what happens. Maybe we'll just do a small episode talking about the World Juniors or something like that. But LA Kings training camp starts on Thursday, December 31st. How exciting is that? A couple weeks before the season starts. The first time the Kings will hit the ice in nine months. That's crazy. Over nine months. That is insane to think of, isn't it? That is... Haven't played since March. That is crazy to think of. But I'm... Oh, it's just so exciting. Get to have this week, whether you're working or not. Or you're still on holidays. Get to enjoy the World Juniors this week. And then... Hockey's back. And then hockey's back. You get to watch your Kings on the 31st. I'm excited. I'm going to go over. I'm going to do some line predictions. What's going to happen. Again, there were so many roster moves. Who's going to fit where? What rookies are going to play? Is anyone going to impress enough of the World Juniors to make the team? Is like Bornfoot going to make it again? Does Turcotte have a shot? How about Kaliev? I got it now. Kaliev. Uh, who's, uh, who's back from injury? How's Carter looking back from injury? How's Quick going to look? We have so many questions, and I'm so excited to see what's going to happen at training camp. But honestly, I'm excited to see what these young guys are going to bring. If anyone from the World Juniors is going to come and bring it into training camp. Because some of the some people are having a good start to the World Juniors, and I hope that they can bring it to training camp and have a chance at it. Because like we've talked about a bunch on this show, this Kings, this LA Kings team, they're, the rebuild's going to be a lot quicker than people think. The prospect pool is so deep, and I think that a lot of players at this World Juniors will have a chance to have a good training camp. I think I really think they will, and I think some of them will have a chance to play. We'll see what happens, but I really think they will. Then This team is so young and exciting, and I just can't wait to see what they're going to do. It's still going to take a while for this team. It's still going to take a few seasons, but be excited about what's coming with this team. Be excited, because it's going to be so much fun.
it is oh it's gonna be so much fun you won't believe it you really won't believe it it's oh i just can't get over the prospect pool but having said that let's go over what the world juniors looks like so far so as we sit right now the la kings prospects are playing well for the most part they're playing well i'll admit i haven't got to watch every second of it but they're playing well so as we sit right now canada 1-0 tied with finland and slovakia all 1-0 in the division switzerland 0-1 in that division germany 0-2 in that division meanwhile sweden russia both sweden and russia both 1-0 leading their division the U.S. one and one, Czech Republic zero and one, Austria zero and one, which I don't think that's right. Isn't the states two and zero? No, the states lost to Russia. That's right. They are one and one. Okay, my bad. Yeah, that Russia team is a force as well. There's a lot of good teams in this tournament. But I've, if you haven't noticed from uh, the Kings Den THPN, if you're not following it, you should be. I'm gonna tweet. Uh, how the LA Kings prospects do on each day. So on the first day, on Christmas Day at the World Juniors, Alex Turcott for Team USA, he was a minus three, two shots on net, 17.34 of ice time. Arthur Kaliev, he was 15.59 of ice time, he was minus one and had two shots on net. And Brock Faber was 18.54 of ice time, the defenseman, and was an even ranking. Meanwhile, Kromanek for Slovakia, was 18.54 of ice time, even rating, and had two shots on net in his game that day. And I actually missed Salmon Toloff. I will get to that, and I will tweet that out and join that as well, but I'm pretty sure he had a good game as well. He had an assist in that first game as well. So he's, do he's doing well as well for uh, Team Finland over in the bubble in Edmonton. And on day two, on Boxing Day, Team Sweden had a big 7-1 win. Tobias Bornfoot in that game had two assists for Team Sweden. He was a plus three, and he had 18.08 of ice time. They played the Czech Republic, and I didn't see why this happened, but Lucas Perrick did not play in this game. The goaltender, the Kings prospect, he did not play, and I'm not sure why he didn't. I'm not exact. I haven't seen a reason why. Hopefully we, figure, hopefully we figure that out, and hopefully he starts tonight, I believe, against Team Russia. That'll be a challenge for sure. Team Canada. This is where the football scores came out. The baseball scores came out on Boxing Day. As Team Sweden beat Team Czech Republic 7-1. Team Canada beating Team Germany 16-2. Jordan Spence did not play for Team Canada. Quinton Byfield, an assist, two penalty minutes, a plus two, and 11.09 of ice time. I just got to talk about this quickly because I saw a great tweet about this as well. Don't be discouraged by those numbers for Quinton Byfield. He's playing his role on this team. He is still going to be a top-line center in the NHL. Just right now, there are players better than him on this team. But Byfield could be playing in that role as well. It's just the roles that Team Canada has set. Quinton Byfield is going to be the top-line centerman for the LA Kings in the future. Right now, he's playing his role on this team. Don't be discouraged by the numbers. Don't be discouraged by 11.09 of ice time. He is playing the fourth line center role on Team Canada. He is going to be he's going to be a top line center for the LA Kings. I promise you that. I, I like I'll figure out something to bet on that. I absolutely promise you that. Just he's playing his role on this team right now. Don't be discouraged by those numbers LA Kings fans. Don't be at all. 
He's playing a fourth line center role right now. He is a top prospect. Trust me on this, okay? Just trust me on this. He is going to be right there. He's playing his role on this team. And then later, or, and then also yesterday, Team uh, the USA beat Team Austria 11 to nothing. The Kings prospects had a good game here. Combined for seven assists, no goals, seven assists between the three. Turcotte had three assists, four shots on net, was a plus three, and had 13.28 of ice time. Kaliev had two assists, two penalty minutes, seven shots on net, plus three, and 15.34 of ice time. And Brock Faber had two assists, two shots on net. He was plus four, and 16.43 of ice time. So these Kings prospects are doing well at the tournament so far, and I think they're only going to continue to get better. Especially, I love that trio on Team USA, man. I hope... They're going to make it to the next round, barring some crazy loss, and they're going to be good. They're going to put a chance. Yeah, they had a tough game against Russia in the first game of the tournament. Russia's a good team. Russia is a good team as well. That's why this tournament's so hard, man. The players know. Tur- we talked about it. Turcotte and Kali have talked about it before the tournament started. How They know how hard this tournament is now playing in it last year. They know they're not taking it for granted. And, yeah, sometimes you get to play easier opponents like Austria for the U.S. yesterday and Team Germany for Team Canada yesterday. But also, we got to say this. Shout out Team Germany. Playing in this tournament, COVID riddling their team, playing with a lot less players. I think it's it's 10 players in COVID protocol right now to start the tournament. They're playing in their first game of the tournament. Their players averaged 21 minutes of ice time. Averaged. That is insane. That is honestly crazy. So, like, got a shout out. It's shitty that they had that they're going through COVID stuff. But shout out Team Germany for still playing, still putting their best effort out there as much as they can. Like, it's so tough when you're playing that shorthanded like that. It's so tough. You work your life to play in the World Juniors as a young kid, and then this happens to you. Man, that sucks so much. I'm so sorry to Team Germany, but shout out them as well for putting their best foot forward and fighting out there because honestly that's all that they can do and they are and you know they're going to get those players back hopefully for the last game of the tournament so they can those players can at least experience the world juniors as well that's kind of been your world junior update so far again so far on this day as we record the 27th team finland beat team switzerland four to one uh salmon Taloff had had a goal and an assist. So Kings prospect Casper Samantoloff making an impact for Team Finland so far in the tournament with a goal and two assists so far. A goal and an assist in this game today against Switzerland. Uh, and within the hour, uh, Slovakia is going to be playing Team Canada. And then at night at night tonight, the Czech Republic is going to be playing Team Russia. And hopefully Tarek gets to start for the Czech Republic in tonight's game. And... The World Juniors is so much fun. I can't express enough how much I love talking about the World Juniors. It's such a fun tournament to watch. I'll admit I haven't watched every second of it so far yet this year. This We're only into the third day of the tournament, though. There's still lots to go in the tournament. But watching these Kings prospects dominate this tournament, and then it's just so much fun to watch, and I can't wait to see how the rest of the tournament goes for these guys. Because honestly, it is just so much fun to watch, and like, Kings fans, I know I say this over and over again, but I just can't express how how excited I am for the future of this team. You watch these guys, you watch this prospect pool. Like this is this tournament is the highest level these prospects play at besides NHL. I truly believe that. And to see them 
just so do so well at this tournament. You just can't help but be excited, Kings fans. Like it is so much fun. Just please be excited for this team and these prospects because man, they are so much fun to watch. It is. It's hard to put into words how good this Kings prospect pool is. Like Rob Blake and the front office have done such a great job like such a great job and i know that they are so excited for the season to start and to see these prospects come get involved in training camp when the tournament is over yes training camp starts while the tournament's still going on but i'm sure there's a few of them that are going to come and be a part of training camp as soon as they're over maybe try to crack the roster and man that is going to be exciting to watch because i really think there's a lot of guys that have a chance or at least can make some names and it puts pressure on the veteran on the veterans, they're the, they're the leaders but on some veterans, but it puts pressure on the middle guys as well and the prospects that have been there for a while. The, But I'm excited for them as well. Like I'm excited to see Wagner. I'm excited to see Lazat. I'm, exci- I'm excited to see Kempe. I'm excited to see these guys come into camp. It's the first time in months that they get to play. I'm, j- I'm just like, there's so much to be excited about with this, with the prospects and with the team coming up and having said that i want you i want you the fan to let me know tweet at us at the kings then thp and let us know what are your predictions to see in training camp is there someone that's going to come in and disappoint is there someone that's going to come in and take the reins do you think a rookie is going to come in and prove he's he should be in the nhl as a young guy the one guy i really want to see get another chance at a young age is born foot i love this kid drew doughty loves this kid he can't speak enough about him and he's playing better at this world juniors than last year so far and he had a decent year in ontario last year again his first one i really want to see him be a part of this team and it's so different this year as well that these young guys are fighting to be a part of the taxi squad as well they want to be a part of the taxi squad they want to be with the team the whole time even if they're not playing so and of course like i'm i'm on the, on the side of like guys need to get game reps as well and stuff like that but to see if some of these guys can make the club or be a part of the taxi squad, that is just the growth is awesome for those guys to be a part of of the big club. That'd be awesome, and I just so. Anyways, I want to know your predictions for the young guys and for the team in general. What do you think the Lions are going to be like? Where's uh, Lars Anderson going to fit in? How's Jonathan Quick going to look as more of a? I think they're going to be a lot of fifty fifty Quick and Peterson, but I think Peterson's going to play a lot more. Uh, where do you got? Where do you think what's going to go on with the defense this season? Yeah, it's improved. Oli Mata is going to be a big part of this defense, and I like that a lot. I love Sean Walker, as you know. I think, I think this has there's a potential to be a lot of growth on the back end this year. I really do. Mikey Anderson back there as well. I'm so excited for him. We got to see six games of him last year. I hope we get to see more of him. So, what are your predictions for training camp? Again, it starts in three days. Four days. Four days. I'm so excited. Starts on the 31st. Season starts on the 13th. That's only two weeks of training camp. No exhibition games. Just two weeks of training camp. It's going to be hard. It's going to be intense. You know the team's excited for it. You know you know, head coach Todd McClellan is excited for it. You know he's missing hockey. You know he wants to get back. Because I think he's the right guy for this team. He's intense. I think he did a great job last year despite the struggles, and I think he's going to really help this team out going forward, help these young guys really mesh, really continue to mesh the veterans and the and the young guys together. And I think there's potential for a lot of growth with this team in 2021, and I really think that's going to happen. And like I said, I really think we're going to see 
young guys put pressure on other guys to be a part of the lineup because you know Todd McClellan's going to put the best guys in there no matter what. He's going to put who's ever playing the best out there no matter what. And I think that's going to be put some pressure on some guys. Some guys that maybe... Like, we have great stopgap guys in between. Like, Marty Firk is going to be a stopgap guy. Signed a two-year extension. He's only going to be here for a year, maybe the full two years, but he's not going to be here for probably the, the full two years. But I'm talking about the guys that are going to get pressure put on them, like Austin Wagner, like Adrian Campe to an extent. I can't wait to see the pressure that gets put on these guys and how they respond. Because Campe, he was off and on last year, but then he had a great end to the year. He was hot in the end of the year. Remember, hey, people forget, the Kings were 7-0 and in March before COVID hit. They were playing well. And you know it's nine months later, but you know they want to continue that. They want to come out hot, and they want to come out and play well. The schedule's out, by the way. They open the season on the 14th. They don't get to play opening night. They got to open the season on the 14th against the Minnesota Wild. And there's a lot of... So, against the Minnesota Wild, shout out Isha and the State of Hoppy and the Soda Pod. We'll probably have to talk to them before the season starts to preview the first game of the season. But also... uh. In this schedule, what I like about this schedule, because you kind of have to do this to try to limit travel and such, is it's kind of like a baseball schedule. You're going to play two, three to five games against one opponent. And something that's very exciting, late in the season, this is going to be awesome. A five-game series with the Ducks, oh, that's going to be amazing. And speaking of that, actually, speaking of the Ducks, this Zegris kid on Team USA at the World Juniors, sheesh he is the truth he is up there with Turcotte and Kaliev this kid is sick he is awesome to watch he the battles between LA and Anaheim are gonna be awesome for a long time with these young kids coming up for both teams it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch this Seagrass kid I might be playing in the NHL this year he is awesome he is a lot of fun to watch and I can't wait to see the rivalries from teammates on Team USA to playing against each other. I can't wait to see what's going to happen between Turcotte and Kelly Evan Faber for uh, LA and Zegris for Anaheim. That's going to be a fun rivalry down the road. And I'm really excited to see that because that Zegris kid is something else, man. And I'm, I'm like, he's, he, I, I'm just telling the truth. He's something else. The Kings might have a tough time defending him, but we'll see. Hey, these guys are going to know him. Turcotte, Kaliev, Faber, they're going to know him. Faber is playing great on defense for Team USA, and he's going to know how to shut him down. Hopefully he can. I think Faber is a guy that I think is going to be on the team a lot sooner than people expect. He's going to kind of be like a Sean Walker, like just kind of like comes out of nowhere sort of thing. Now, Faber, we know a little bit more about him. He's drafted. Walker kind of came out of nowhere, but I think he's going to be a guy that makes an instant impact right away, and that's going to be great for the LA Kings. I think there's going to be a lot of guys that make an instant impact for the LA Kings, and that's going to be awesome for the team. We've talked a lot about prospects. We've talked a lot about world juniors. We've talked a lot about what the what training camp's going to look like. I'm so excited for it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This has been episode 7 of season 2 of the Kings Den. Of course, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. And again, tweet at us at the Kings Den THPN your predictions for lines or what do you think is going to happen at training camp training camp opens on thursday i'm not 100 sure if we will have a new episode on thursday yet but if if i will tweet it out but if there isn't then there will be one next monday the 4th and then we'll be back to two episodes a week here at the king's den 
Thank you so much for joining us for episode seven of season two of the King's Den. As always, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Don't forget to check us out on social media at the King's Den THPN on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to tweet at us as well. Just any thoughts, any predictions, let us know. Any World Juniors thoughts, let us know. Tweet at us at the King's Den THPN or me, your host, Jordy Cunningham at Cunningham Jordy. Or you can find me on Instagram at Jordy underscore Cunningham 23. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube for all of our great video footage. And don't forget to check us out on Patreon for just $1. You can find all of our exclusive bonus content. And always, after you listen to this episode of The King's Den, don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review to The King's Den. And then go listen to all the other great podcasts here at the Hockey Podcast Network and like, like rate, subscribe, and review to them as well and not just the podcast for the teams all the original shows as well brad lieb house of hockey check them all out at house of hockey that episode with them that was a lot of fun the bachelorette style episode check that out there uh, we've had a lot of great feedback on that so check that out as well on house of hockey's feed i i was chris harrison for an episode and it was a lot of fun so definitely check that out as well that got some good traction a lot of people like that episode i i may have a future you know i may have a i may have another future here at the network as the chris harrison of the network now it was a lot of fun and i really enjoyed it and a lot of people have so definitely go check that out as well on the house of hockey's feed thank you so much for joining us for episode seven season two of the kingston have a great week be safe wear your mask have a great week whether you're working or you're still on holidays enjoy the world juniors get ready for training camp starting on thursday and we'll talk to you soon if i don't if there's no new episode on thursday have a great and safe new year and we'll talk to you in the new year and i can't wait for the growth we're going to have here at the king's den and at the hockey podcast network here in 2021 we'll check you later have a great week